0: And welcome back to Spinal Cast. Joining us today is Jenny Taylor and her mother, Lori Taylor, um, both of whom are very involved in the SCI community. Um, Jenny, uh, Lori, thanks for joining us.
1: Well, thank you for having us.
0: Yeah, thank you. Well, we're, we're super excited to have both of you. Um, for, for our listeners at home, Jenny was injured in a car accident uh, when she was just 16. Um, which you're going on 20 years now, right? With with having dealt with your injury and and growing through it.
2: Yeah, November 1st will
0: be 20 years. Wow. Well, just wanted to extend our greatest thanks for for joining us for today's episode. And uh, I think we're just going to go ahead and kind of jump into some some general questions and and uh, see where things go from there. Is that okay with everybody? Yep.
1: Sounds great. Okay.
0: Yep. Perfect. So, Jenny, I want to kind of start with you. Uh can you just tell us about your accident? Um kind of what took place and, and what was going through your head?
2: Um, well, I don't remember
0: <laughs> yeah. anything
2: about the accident. Um I just know a little bit of information. Um, I know that um we were what did you say? That um we were on the highway, and the car was going sixty, sixty miles per hour on like an off ramp. Mm. And is there right? no
3: <laughs> okay, Sorry. <laughs> well,
2: we might have to switch over here. But
3: <laughs> no, it's okay. We're, sorry, that, were you driving? That might
2: have to switch. No, I wasn't. Okay. Yeah. Um. There were five of us in the car. Oh wow! So. Yeah, but it was a single car rollover.
0: Scary. So, so Lori, yeah. uh, when did you finally hear about what had happened? And like, when? How long did it take until they kind of reached out to you and let you know that something had happened?
1: Well, um, her accident. See, I, I'm much more clear than Jenny is. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> By really every know second.
0: Yeah, I can only imagine. Uh,
1: yes. So I I was at home and uh it, her accident happened about seven o'clock on a Friday night and uh I had a knock on my door about seven twenty and it was uh the Minnetonka police and I'm like, Oh great and she's out with her friends, you know, and yeah, you know, they got into some trouble. I mean I last thing I ever dreamed of was a car accident.
0: Right. And
1: Um, the policeman asked if Jenny was my daughter and I said, yes. And I noticed he was holding a phone and he had her cell phone and he gave that to me and I'm like, uh, okay, what's going on? He just told me there's been an accident and I need to take you to HCMC right now. And I'm like, oh, great. Well, it didn't really sink in right away. And I was supposed to pick up my other daughter and her friend, um, later that night. So I just kind of walked. I wasn't in any hurry. I just kind of called, you know, and tried to get another ride for her. And he finally just said, uh, you don't understand. We need to go right now. Wow. So we went uh sirens on in the whatever, going eighty miles an hour. <laughs> and uh so Jenny actually was airlifted. Wow. Uh, yes, yeah, so she- Uh, he brought me to the hospital and I, it still didn't even sink in, you know, that it was that serious.
0: Yeah. And And everybody else in the vehicle, um, were equally as badly hurt or, um, what, what was kind of the outcome for, for the, the other people in the vehicle as well?
1: Actually, Jenny was the most serious hurt. Um, there was a couple people who were not hurt at all, Wow, but Jenny, um, Definitely was
2: most seriously hurt.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, so Jenny, how long w- would you say that you were in the hospital following the accident? Then,
2: well, I was, I was at HCMC for about three weeks, and then I transferred over to Gillette. Um, Gillette, um, there. Gillette Children's Gillette Children's Mm -hmm. for the remainder. So I was probably in the hospital about six months.
0: Wow. And all together. Did the two of you have the opportunity to visit a lot in the hospital and talk with one another or, (laughs) um, you know, kind of.
2: My mom, my mom was there every day. Wow. I never left her side.
3: Wow.
1: I, a lot of times, well, for the first three weeks, pretty much spent Mm -hmm. every night there. Um. With a little break and um but yeah, no i I slept at the hospital, so it was pretty touch and go for a while, so uh,
0: I it was can only imagine a scary time when When did you recognize that this was going to be a pretty long term thing? Were they pretty upfront with you and say, you know, saying that this is looking like if she makes it through, it's going to be a lifelong thing, or it were was there hope that it wasn't going to be as as bad as it ended up being?
1: um no they they did not give us any hope <laughs> mm. so pretty much knew from the beginning that um she probably wasn't going to get better just the nature of you know her spinal cord injury um so yeah um i guess every time i you know would see her little toe move i would stare at her body all all day long just to see if something would move Right. And uh, I just remember her toe moving, and they just kind of said, oh, that's involuntary that she's not doing that. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) Yeah. But it took a long time for that to sink in.
0: Yeah, that's – And – Yeah, go for it, Jenny.
2: Oh, I was going to say, and during during at least the first week, I – they had me highly sedated, so – I don't remember anything about at least the first week
0: Yeah,
2: of being in the hospital.
0: Would you, so Jenny, would you say that um, the longer you were in the hospital, did you kind of get restless of being in the hospital? Were you just like ready to move uh, on?
2: Well, I mean, I wasn't really, I think in the beginning, I didn't even grasp what, you know. The intensity of what happened to me, so i didn't I didn't know a long term from there
0: right so so following following the six months that that you uh were in the hospital uh, or more, um there was a point where you got to go home, and I'm sure both of you were incredibly excited about that, maybe a little bit nervous um but what kind of things did you do to the home to kind of prepare it for for your homecoming or or you know how 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 did that affect the two of you
1: um well number one we had no idea what to expect um there's no way she could have moved back to the house that we had and so uh all within less than a month i found a house that was accessible or what well, it was listed accessible. I had no idea what that actually meant. Right. <laughs> so, um, all I closed and everything, everybody was, uh, just fantastic and making things happen very quickly. And, uh, so I, the house was accessible, but obviously we had no idea what the extent, I mean, what that was going to mean and having home care, um, there came a day um, when the hospital said, the doctor said, she's got to go. And uh, I said, well, we don't have, we didn't have enough nurses lined up. Right. And he basically gave me the option of putting her in a nursing home or me taking care of her.
0: Right so
1: that's that's what I chose.
0: <laughs> well, and I, I don't think anybody would blame you for that. I think everybody would make that decision. actually, that leads me to one thing Jenny wanted to to talk about was um, kind of the the discussion around the twenty four seven nursing needs and how that probably played a pretty major role in stress on on the family dynamic and and how things work. So Jenny, did you want to kind of expand on that at all?
2: Well I mean. It's not easy having, I mean, being paralyzed from the neck down. It's not easy having someone always be by your side twenty four seven. But when we got home from the hospital, there wasn't that wasn't not like that wasn't there. Right. <laughs> um. So it like our schedule was pretty much not even fifty percent. <laughs> full of nurses so like the calendar looked blank pretty much (laughs) and it was my mom that was always there
0: well i i taking care of me absolutely well Lori, i think that would be stressful for anybody in that situation did you feel prepared at all for that or was it like I'm being thrown into the deep end of a swimming pool and told to float and you know, I I can only imagine that would be incredibly stressful.
1: Well, it was very stressful and thank goodness the job that I had, uh, they were absolutely incredible and really gave me as much time off as I could. Um, But you know, if I tried to go to work when I did have a nurse, I felt like I had to be at home. When I was at home, I felt like I had to be at work. So eventually I did have to quit Um, taking care of her and all the responsibilities was a full time job in itself. Absolutely. So a lot of stress. Yes.
0: (laughs) When do you feel like things kind of started to slow down then? So I know, you know, you get home, the stress of finding nursing and having somebody there 24 seven and, you know, getting into a groove and starting to feel more comfortable. How long do you think that took? um before it felt more comfortable <laughs> i heard i see uh, jenny whispering or something what are you what are you whispering <laughs> over wow.
2: there i'm well there really is hasn't been a point oh you know it's always touch and go
1: it it's every day i to this day 20 years later i still stress i don't know i mean there might be a nurse on a schedule, or there might be six open shifts in a week. Um, I, I, sometimes, you know, they call in. It's just every day. I never know.
3: Yeah, and
1: um, we have a, an incredible staff of nurses, but unfortunately, there just isn't enough of them. Right. Um, so, you know, I I, I think that um, you know things when you say that, that like. <laughs> any, like get back to normal or notice a change. Um, you know, there's good times and there's bad times. And I think we just kind of go with the flow and take a day at a time. Um, cause every day could be different.
0: Yeah. I, well, I think that's a very healthy mentality to have going into it too. I, I can only imagine it gets unbelievably, um, stressful when, you know, someone you're counting on falls through and then it all falls back on you. And so taking it one day at a time, I think is key to, uh, to being happy, even though you're in a situation as you are. Um, so, so that's awesome. I guess, um, leading towards, uh, kind of a different conversation. There's obviously been tons of, uh, you know, advancements in research in spinal cord injury, um, more gear paralysis fund, um, which you've been around with, uh, for numerous years, you know, we, we helped seed, um, some grant money, um, for spinal cord injury research. Is there any research that really kind of piques your interest or have you ever tried to become part of a trial of any kind or things like that?
2: Um, I was involved with, um, with like a lot of the people in the spinal cord injury, like, group in Minnesota but um i've never I've never wanted to be in any um trial I guess I've always said that you know the things that have happened happen for a reason and I never looked at wanting to change that interesting um I guess it would it sounds like a a different way of of dealing or say, saying things. Because um, I know a lot of people, probably in my situation, would want to do anything they could to um, to gain anything that they could.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, have you but, have you been approached at all? Um, being that your injury is a specific type or anything like that, by any doctors saying we need more people like you for this, for this trial? Have you ever been approached? Um, um,
2: as far as I know, all the trials that are out there right now are not to the point where it's at my injury level. Mm. Um, my is at C1, C2 and I know that they just started trials for C4. Um, I am a little bit up and coming on some of the trials, but not definitely not all of them. Um,
0: That was going to lead me to my next question, which was more so around the fact that, you know, being that I'm not someone who's injured and I'm involved with the Morton Cure Paralysis Fund. I'm very interested in the research being done, Um, but I'm not experiencing the injury every day. and. So how often do you, would you, I mean, just in a general sense, when you think of other people who have been injured that you've met throughout your lifetime, do you think the majority of you pay attention to those things or is it less kind of front of mind because you're dealing with this day in day out? I'm not worried about, you know, 10 years from now, I'm worried about tomorrow and whether or not I have a nurse coming to the house. So, um, do you, do you think most people pay attention or, or not?
2: I think it probably depends on the um depends on the person and depends on the inner injury, yeah, and whether or not they can like they're able to um go out and um like look at some of those things uh, cause I know a lot of people that have spinal cord injuries that are in that you know, in that place, the in the trials right. and stuff like that. But yeah, we definitely are more focused on nursing and the every day. I mean, my day is constantly filled with, you know, things that are interjected, Yeah, you know, every minute, every minute, to every hour. So it, it takes a lot to be in my position.
0: I can only imagine. And uh it's you know, even just watching uh or communicating with you, uh, you know, to, to get this podcast recorded. I I can tell that you're both very busy individuals and it's not um for a lack of interest in participating in anything. It's it's that you're busy. You have a lot going on, um every day of your life. So um I guess
1: yeah. And I think, oh, I think what it. Jenny was, well, I just think what Jenny was trying to say, I mean, it's not that, because there, there was a period of time in the beginning, um, but you know, you have to remember that was 20 years ago and the research wasn't there. I mean, they didn't have the things that they do now, which is, you know, fantastic and the progress that they've made. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I mean to say, Jenny is wasn't interested. I mean, I don't know if that's I don't yeah. think she was trying to say that, right? But, you know, I, yeah, you're right. I just trying to trying to say is that after a certain amount of time and being told that there wasn't anything for her, um, that she just kind of put that part of it out of her mind, and the same with me. I mean, um, I, I guess we were told by multiple people that there wasn't um research for jenny's injury that there wasn't enough of research going on so we need more yeah no you know for for the people that it for coming up people you know
0: yeah i mean well it's kind of the the boy who cried wolf right like you get you're hopeful until it's like i i've been told no so many times it's i'm gonna lose hope eventually because right it's not
1: and i think that's what she was trying to say is that she's not looking backward she's looking forward kind of thing as far as she knows as of right now that there really isn't um i i guess the research for her right um that can help her but we're hoping that that keeps continuing and that there will be you know for in people the future, in the future yeah
0: well, so so Jenny, um, you, you mentioned it's a C1, C2 injury. Can For the people listening who might not understand what that entails, can you just provide us a little more detail on kind of, when you say a C1, C2 injury, what does that mean? Uh,
2: well, your spinal cord or your, your spine has, you know, all different types of vertebrae and C1, C2 is the highest. Okay. two vertebrae in your spine and um so like right up here it,
0: right up yeah, in this right
2: area yeah and so um it like when when you have an injury that high like it can um the bones can go into the spinal cord and it could either it could either um like bruise the spinal cord it could crush it or it could it could even completely sever the spinal cord mm. and depending on which type of inner injury like it does or damage it does to the spinal cord depends on what like what the person can do
0: right the uh, long-term effects basically yes. Yeah, now that it's been, you know, almost 20 years since the injury um, and the accident, how often do you still talk about it? Do you get, do you talk about the accident very often or get asked about it very often? Or is it few and far between um, nowadays?
1: Yeah, we still talk about it. I mean, it's part of Jenny's life. And, you know, we have decided a long time ago um, that we would celebrate each year on November 1st because um, Jenny's alive <laughs> yeah, and she shouldn't, she shouldn't be. So thank goodness for that. And um, yeah, we, we celebrate it. And um, so, yeah, we still get asked about it quite a bit and, um, you know, I think it's good to talk about it.
2: So. And another thing is, is if I do some, I do go out, sometimes do motivational speaking or, um, awesome. to, um, schools and different events. And, uh, that's another thing is that I talk about, you know, what happened and, you know, going forward from here. So um,
0: Very cool. Well, awesome. And then I guess the other interesting dynamic is the two of you, I'm sure, spend a lot of time together and have spent a lot of time together over the past 20 years. Um, so has there been high points and low points to that? Or has it all been a positive experience as far as spending time with one another? Um, I guess I'll start with Jenny. Jenny, how how has it been spending, <laughs> spending all this time with your mother over the last 20 some years?
2: Well, uh. You know, um, just like, just like any mother and any, daughter. <laughs>
1: that's what I was
2: And just like any mother and daughter, it's, you know, it's one of those things where you don't always spend every day, you know, together. Right. No, we do. <laughs> no, I mean, I wouldn't. Normally, I would say you wouldn't always spend every day with your mom, Mm -hmm. but we do spend every day together. And I think that we, you know, and
1: well, it's definitely, um, it it, just like, like as Lee said, any mother and daughter, we have our good, you know, high points and low points, and, um, it is different, um, you know, I, for many, many years, and I guess still to this year, um, you know, kind of tried to, I'm very protective, kind of tried to put her in a little bubble. Mm-hmm. But um, as the years have gone on, um, you know, I, I mean, I, I used to come down every single morning to a room and I think finally, you know, one day she's kind of like, uh, mom, you know, you don't have to come down till lunch. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Oh, okay. So, yeah, it's definitely we've had our, you know, our challenges, uh, but
2: I think we've we just, we've made it work. Yeah. Yeah. And well, I
0: think that's very apparent.
2: We're we're sitting here together. So. <laughs> yeah, there's no That's one
1: thing to say. No
0: wall up between you for sure.
1: I, I'm hanging on to her. I can pull her hair if she says something. Bad, she can feel that. Yeah. <laughs> no.
0: Well, so Jenny, is there anything specifically that you'd like to say about your mom when we're on the podcast here? Um, anything you'd like to just mention about your mom?
2: It better be good. <laughs> I just want to say how much I appreciate you. Or <clears throat> um over the years, I know it's not been easy and uh especially when there's no nurse uh, it's you're kind of thrown into those situations where you've had to help and you you don't really say no <laughs> I know <can't> I, <laughs> I know you can't. No mobile I... Mobile. yeah, I know you can't, but um, no I'm kidding. still i mean i I could be in a nursing home right now, but instead, you said no, and you wanted to bring me home, mm-hmm. so I'm grateful for that. that's good,
0: well, and Lori, is there something you'd like to say about Jenny or to Jenny while we're on the podcast at all?
1: I, yeah, just um, how proud of of her that i am and uh i you know you can't imagine this life um for her for family unless you live it and um i i don't know how she does it from day to day um and so yeah i'm very proud of her
0: awesome Well, I think that kind of wraps us up here. So thank you both Lori and Jenny for joining us for today's episode. Um, For all of you watching at home, if you'd like to read a little bit of Jenny's blog, you can always check that out. It's uh, the site that breathes.blogspot.com. I'll make sure that's in the description. Um, And she's also pretty involved in the ABLE, A-B-L-E, or Actively Based Locomotor Exercises Program at Courage Kenny. So information for those things will be down in the description. Um, And you can always reach out to MCPF and uh, we'd be more than happy to get you in contact with these two. um, If you'd like to uh, connect with them further. Um, If you're watching us on YouTube, make sure you throw us a like, um, a thumbs up and a subscribe so that you know when new episodes drop. Um, And if you're listening to us on podcast platforms, as always, we'd, uh, we'd love a follow. Um, But Jenny, Lori, thank you again so much for joining us uh, for, our podcast i hope you had fun
1: so oh, we did thanks
0: perfect well in that case i think uh i think we're going to close out and thanks everybody talk to you in a month thank All right.
1: you thank you yeah,
0: bye